Closer Look is a public affairs presentation. Views and opinions of the guests don't always reflect the views of the ministry, and some topics aren't suitable for children. K-Love is committed to community. Closer Look continues with a look at local agencies, events, and issues. I'm Becky Hansen. This is Closer Look. Thanks for tuning in. My guests today are Ladora Schisler, Director, and Barb Cooper, Co-Director for Berthold Zion Food Pantry. Welcome to Closer Look, Barb. Thank you. To start us off, do you have some client feedback that you can share with us that paints a picture of the work you do here? Yes. There's a couple of comments that were made by people that says, I didn't think we needed a food pantry in our community, but I guess I had no idea. And I don't know. And then after it was like, I don't know how I ever made it without this food pantry. That's quite a testimonial. Yes, I, I think it is too. We as a small community just didn't realize how many people did need us. Tell me about the need in Berthold. We're mostly an older community. So most of our clients are elderly. And, you know, with the price of food and things like nowadays, the, their fixed incomes just don't reach anymore. And this is where we're filling a niche in our, in our community. And they also would have to travel quite far to get groceries, wouldn't they? Yes. The closest grocery store is about 25 miles away. Do you find most people just need some to tide them over or... Is, is it a critical need? I think it's just a tide over, just a few staples here and there. Very few people take a lot with them. It's just a kind of a tide over, something to give them a little bit of a hand before the next payday. Do you have any significant statistics? Yes. We, right now, we are in, at the point where we are serving between 20 and 30 adults, 15 to 20 seniors, and 30 to 40 children each month. And this past year, we actually gave out 12,472 pounds of food. That's six tons of food. That indicates quite a bit of need for a small town, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Barb, do you have any other statistics? Since we have started, I mean, I think, I think it's uh, you know, pretty significant that most of these children that we are serving right now are in the, what we call the backpack program. They take home food with them on the weekends. So that's where those 30 to 40 children a month are coming from. We find that most of these younger families aren't coming to the food pantry. We wish they would, but so far it's been mostly elderly people. Would you tell us how the food pantry began? Well, when we came to Berthold here, uh, Ladora had already had some experience in running a food pantry and had wondered if there was a need for one. And a lot of people, like I said before, said, I don't think we really need one. Well, then we did kind of a poll and we did decide that it was needed here. And I'm sure Ladora will bring that to point in later on when you talk to her. Ladora, are there many pantries in the area? There are quite a few. Um, Minot probably has about four. Stanley has a big one. Burlington has one. So there, there are several in the area. How far does your program reach? We do um, Western Ward County. We do like we we have Stanley people. We have Mohall. We have Carpio. We have Plaza. We have Tagus. So and some Minot people as well. 
How has the COVID-19 pandemic affected the work that you do? Well, what has happened is, is um, for about three months, we've had to pre-box food and take it out to people's cars instead of having them come into the food pantry because of the COVID. And now we are back to where we're letting them come in one family at a time. And we used to have it where they could sit in the hallway and visit with their friends while they waited. And now they have to remain out in their car. And then as one family leaves, then the other family can come in that was next in line. And it seems to be working. It does, yeah. If you're just tuning in, I'm Becky Hansen here with both of my guests, LaDora Schisler, director, and Barb Cooper, co-director for Berthold Zion Food Pantry. LaDora, describe the, the people that you work to serve. We serve families with kids as much as we can. We don't have too many coming in, and then we have adults, and we have seniors, and most of the people who come in are still working people, but they just have a hard time making the dollars reach for the whole month. And so we're here for them to help them to do that. And it goes very well. How does the program work? How they come in is they, they, they come in. We don't have them show us any financial papers or anything. And they just have to sell an intake form that has their name, their phone number, and their address on it. And then every month we record how many pounds that they have received because we have to send in statistics once a month that shows how many seniors, adults, children, backpacks, all that that we have served in that month. Do most people come back again each month? Most of them do. Sometimes they get where they don't have to come in every month, but most of them do come back every month. Where does the food come from? The main source of our food comes from the Great Plains Food Bank out of Fargo. And I can order online once a month. And they bring it directly to our front door of our food pantry. So it's very convenient for us because we used to have to drive 60 miles one way to pick it up. And we haven't had to do that now for about eight years. That food can get pretty heavy when you're working with the tons that you're working with. It can. We have a nice heavy dolly, and I usually try to have men come and help us unload the truck because I figure they're a little stronger than Barb and I are, and they can bring in the dolly full of of frozen things or whatever else we have around the shelf. And so usually we have between five to seven volunteers, and we are the ones who put things from the boxes onto the shelves and into the freezer and into our refrigerator. Do local people bring food donations as well? They do. Through food drives, we get donations. And also people with produce will bring their produce. And and what we do with that is when we get it fresh from them, I put it in my car and I call the different people who live in Berthold and I make deliveries to their house so they get the vegetables and fruits fresh just like we got them fresh. Are you able to accept things like school supplies or pet food? Yep, we can accept those things. Mm -hmm. Is that something that's encouraged? Not really, because it seems like the kids, the the school supplies they do have, it does seem like they don't really move. So I'm thinking that the kids probably have enough of that from at home. How about foods like venison or fish or wild game? No, we can't take that because um, all the meat that we 
can give out needs to be um, made in a USDA-approved location like a locker plant, and then we can accept it. Otherwise, we can't um, give it out through the food pantry. What kind of donations do you prefer? Is there any particular item that's more needed? We actually accept all, all donations except for like the meat that's not USDA approved, but we probably would be shorter on vegetables more than anything, canned vegetables and canned fruit. But we also give away um, toilet paper and paper towels and laundry soap and dish soap and all, all the personal care items that that a person would need too. Even hygiene types of products? Yep, we have that too, yeah. So deodorant or soap or even... Shampoo, body wash. Baby diapers? We don't have too many families and have babies, so we don't usually carry them. What do you prefer for people to bring items or to give cash for you to make the purchase? Sometimes I tell them when they bring me items, it's kind of like Christmas. You don't know what's in the bag until you take a peek. So I kind of <laughs> like both ways a lot. You know, I love this shop too. Do the dollars go farther when you spend? If I can get the stuff off the Great Plains Food Bank truck, they do go a lot farther because a lot of the things on there are almost free and a lot of it is free, except to pay for their shipping. Thank you for spending part of this Sunday evening with us. This is Closer Look. I'm Becky Hansen with both of my guests, LaDora Schisler, Director, and Barb Cooper, Co-Director of Berthold Zion Food Pantry. You can reach them by phone call or text LaDora at 701-562-0041 or Barb at 701-629-5075. LaDora, let's hear about you. Where does your passion come from? Actually, I'll, I'll take it back to where I first started working with the food pantry. I worked in the Sheridan County Food Pantry for six years. The um, social services ran it for prior to me coming there, and then they said that the pastors should run it. So a pastor from St. John's Lutheran Church, he kind of headed it up, and then George volunteered me, my husband volunteered me to um, um, help him. And that was in McCluskey, North Dakota. So ever since I started helping Pastor Joe with it, I've had a passion for doing it. And it's, it's more about the feeling you get by helping someone else who's in need. It's an awesome feeling. So that's where it started. LaDora, why don't you continue and tell us about the history of the food pantry? The history of how it started here was um, my husband is a pastor, and when we first moved here, I felt that he had actually a purpose for moving here, and I was trying to find my purpose. And so we contacted the um, church council at Zion Lutheran Church and approached them with uh, the idea of having a food pantry or community, and they were all in agreement that that would be a good idea. And then our next step was to take it to the city council here in, in Berthold, and they felt it would be a good idea as well. And then I told them they would need to provide a, a location for us that would be utility free and rent free so all the money and donations we got in could go directly to buying the um, items needed by the family, the food or the personal care items that they need. And they agreed to do that and they were remodeling the building we are in 
and made a room for us that's 19 feet by 25 feet. And then um, following that, Cynix from Carpio Berthold donated shelving, and they were able to come in and set the shelving all up for us. So they provided us with over 200 feet of space for putting our food on. And then also economic development of Berthold donated a commercial refrigerator. And then the ELCA Synod gave us a $1,000 grant to purchase startup material needed for the food pantry. So we got a chest pipe freezer, a um, bunch of heavy-duty stack um, shelving, and also a dolly and a scale because we have to weigh everything that we give out. And so it seems like it just all came together. It sure did. You have ongoing expenses, I'm sure. How is, how is the food pantry funded these days? Several of the businesses in Berthold have applied for grants on our behalf, and the ec- economic development has been very generous in giving us uh, funding, and we have fundraisers, and St. Joseph's uh, Foundation in Minot gives us money as well. You mentioned annual events. What are they like? We had a turkey bingo fundraiser last year, and it went really well. Cashwise Grocery Store in Minot donated the 10 turkeys for our prizes for the bingos. And then I've had a couple of taco and bake fundraisers during the citywide rummage sales here in Berthold. If someone wanted to volunteer at the food pantry, how would they go about doing that? They can just contact Barbara or myself. We have, we have a lot of great volunteers. Most of them are senior citizens. But we have, they're really great and they're anxious to come and help. They kind of feel bad if we don't contact them when we need help because they really want to be there to help. What kind of duties do you need help with? Well, just, just today, for example, our food truck came from, from uh, Fargo. So we had volunteers come to help bring the food in and put it on the shelf and put it in the freezer and things like that. And, and other times, we like with the COVID, we had to get a group of ladies in because we wanted to wash down everything in the food pantry, including every can, every box, every bag, to make sure that everything was very nice and clean for people to come in and get food. How else can the community help? Well, in my opinion, they're they're doing great as they are because they're all so excited that we are here and they're so willing to help. And so I think that right now we are just having excellent support of it. That's quite a testimonial because a lot of nonprofits these days are struggling to find volunteers and even the funding to keep going. It says a lot about the community. It sure does. Ladora, what's unique about the food pantry? Well, I think it has a few unique things about it. One thing is that we are located in a building where we have the key to get into the building. So any time of the day that somebody needs help, we can access the food pantry and um, get them help. Sometimes it's like the police officer or, or a pastor who comes upon a family who is coming through town and they broke down and they need some food. And, and so we meet up with the pastor or the police officer at the food pantry and help them out. That is small town USA at its best, I think. I think you're correct on that. Tell me about the backpack program. 
the MACPAC program, we started um, I think this is our third year going into it. And I have one main helper with me on um, these, and she is very efficient. And what we put in them is three entrees that are microwavable, and we put a box of cereal in them, and we put shelf milk in them, juice, snacks, chips, soups, crackers, all kinds of treats for them. And if we have fresh apples, we put an apple in them. And that's given out to the kids when? The backpacks generally are given out on Wednesday afternoon because we have one little kid that is a preschooler and they don't have school on Friday. So they have to be there the night before the last day of school so that the kids get them put in their their, um, lockers and then they can take them home with them and have them for the weekend. How have your client numbers changed in the recent years? Um, when we first started, we had less people, of course, and then as word gets out, you have a few extra or more people that come in. It has always seemed to be that we have more seniors, and seniors are 60 and over, so a lot of them are still working and um, just need that little extra help. What are the biggest ongoing needs? Right now, we're doing really good. As my husband, who is the treasurer for the food pantry, says, um, you got to spend some more money because he says otherwise it looks like uh, he says you actually have more than you started with the first of the year. So I got to go shopping and some things you just can't get off the truck and you do have to go purchase. Is there a formal mission for the Berthold Zion Food Pantry? I, I guess the mission is to serve the people in the best way. And the, what we like to do before the COVID is we told them that we have no no requirements to come to the food pantry, but they would have to take a hug. But if somebody didn't want a hug, they didn't have to have a hug because some people don't like to be touched. But a lot of them still take a hug because I think it's probably for some, it's the only hug they have for a whole month. And hopefully we'll get back to that again before too long, right? I hope so too. Yep. What would you especially like the community to know about the work of the food pantry? I guess what what Barbara and I both say is that we ourselves feel like we get so much more out of helping people than they actually receive from us. It just gives us a heartwarming feeling to know that we can help people when we are in need. And we are very, um, very easy to work with. Probably the first time somebody comes in, they never dreamt they had to come to a food pantry, and now all of a sudden they have to. And so it's a very humbling experience for them. Some have actually cried when they come in because they can't believe they are in this spot. And we just try to make it as comfortable for them as we can. And then they relax and and they know that this is not as hard as we thought. Do you have a favorite memory about your work at the food pantry? I got to tell you one from here um, in Berthold. A gal came in a few years ago, and she didn't even have a can opener. So I made sure I found her a can opener. And she was crying because she didn't think she ever had to come to a food pantry. And on my shelf, sometimes we have some perfumes, and she turned around, and a bottle was of Emerald perfume. And when she turned around and saw that bottle, she started shaking and crying, and she said, that's the kind of perfume my mom always wore. And I said, well, I guess that bottle is yours. 
and she took it, and her mom had died a few years ago. So that was a pretty awesome feeling. And those things aren't just coincidences, are they? No, they're sure not. No. That's, a, that's a very sweet story. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Our time together has gone by so quickly today, LaDora. Before we close, is there anything else that you'd like to add? Oh, yes. A couple extra things that we do as a pantry is we provide a full dinner for them for Thanksgiving, Christmas, and Easter. And the local bank branch of the State Bank and Trust of Kenmare and Berthold provides us with the turkeys that go with the Thanksgiving dinners. And then the food pantry buys all the other items. And then a family in town provides us with the hams for the Christmas dinner. And then there, too, the food pantry gets the rest. And then last Easter, we gave them sirloin tip roasts and all the fixings to go with it. So three, three nice big meals for three of the holidays we give them extras. Because every month, we have to keep track of the weights that they take. And that would be on top of what, what they normally would get. And that's a lovely way to close out the, the interview today. I'd like to thank both of my guests, LaDora Schisler, Director, and Barb Cooper, Co-Director of Berthold Zion Food Pantry. For more information on Berthold Zion Food Pantry, you can also email us at closerlook at klove.com. That's closerlook at klove.com. For Closer Look, I'm Becky Hansen. This has been Klove Closer Look. Find us online at klove.com.